IPT. Instant poop in. Well, obviously dairy intolerant. <laughs> that must be why. Whoop whoop. Peak of the week. 1988. Oh, I was scared. You just said she was. I went out with no fruit Back in it. Do, do, do. Attacks of the quickies. In all of his girthy glory. <laughs> <laughs> the great butter debate. <laughs> the great butter debate. There we are. Hi everyone and welcome back to Mama Social, the podcast. I'm Lauren. And I'm Kaylee. And today's episode is all about socialising. But first... Kaylee. Yes, Mama. I need to start this episode by issuing an apology. Oh. I spent most of last week's episode giving Glenn a bit of a grilling and saying that he was useless around the house. Um, and the day after that episode went live, he cleaned the house from top to bottom, did skip runs. He even sprayed an air freshener. Oh my so God. when I got in from work, that house was clean. It was clean. There was a bit of his the thought. Has he's he listened. listened. He's listened. Has of he listened? He no, but he swears he hasn't. I don't actually think he has. I really don't think he has. That's hilarious. I know. So is this is this your peak of the week? I mean, it's up there. It's up there. It's up there. I don't... Where's he... Where's it come from? Like, why did he decide to clean? Well, because he was doing... Actually, you know why I think it was. Hit me. So, we needed to do um, a tip run, because obviously we're moving house soon. I love how you call it tip. Or what is it? I say a skip. But it's not a skip, it's a tip. A skip is what you get outside your house, a big yellow thing. Is it? That's a skip. A tip is the place where all the rubbish goes. Isn't it? I don't know. We call it skip. And we're only about five to six miles away from each other. Hmm. Go on the skip. Let us know. Do you say skip, skip or, or tip? tip? <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, anyway, we needed to do a tip run um, because we're moving house soon. And Friday was the day that the big stuff was going to the tip. So What is big stuff? So like some old furniture. Okay. Um, an old chest of drawers, um, some shit out of the garage, like just some bigger stuff mm-hmm. was going to the tape. So he had a friend from work coming round who he was lending a van off. So I think he's cleaned the house for his friend coming round. Probably not for me. Shut it probably up. was nothing to do with me. He couldn't have gave a shit. But because he had someone he knows coming round and coming into the house, he's probably thought, right, I need to get this place spotless. That's hilarious. Maybe I should invite his friends round on a weekly basis. Um, I think I might start doing that. That's a really good to be idea. Honest. So yeah, like my pit and peak of the week, I think that definitely would be a peak. Mm-hmm. Glenn Hargrave tidying the house without being asked. It's suspect that it's the day after the podcast. Yeah, no, is I launched, was, though. I was quite suspicious because Dale pretends that he doesn't ever listen to anything, but then his apprentice tells me that. Oh, no, he's really proud of you, Kale. We've listened to all your stuff. 
and like I know the ins and outs of a woman's this and a woman's that and I'm like thanks Aaron for telling us still will never tell me listening to it in the van on the way to work (laughs) in the van weirdos I know I wonder if Glenn's got it on in the fire engine he's our lass (laughs) (laughs) whinging about me Oh, they all know he's useless as well. Every time I go to the fire station, someone says something about how, I don't know, how you put up with them. And I'm like, same. Yeah, because in the station, don't they all have to have jobs? As in, somebody will cook. Somebody yeah, yeah, clean. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's like a mini house. They all take turns, like, cooking um, tea mm-hmm. if they're on night shift. And the only thing that Glenn can cook... <laughs> Is a fish finger sandwich. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I love a fish finger sandwich. I you know, love I it. really do. Mayo or ketchup? Ketchup, 100% with loads of butter. Loads of Lurpak. I say Lurpak, it's damn pack. I'm not Nobody. a fan of Lurpak at all. Not a fan of Lurpak, no pack, nothing. I like. What? what? I like do not say butter. Marge. No, I like, like, butter. Yeah, that is butter. But it's not, though. Is it? It's not like creamy butter. It tastes like now. Do you have. This is the next question on butter. In the fridge or not in the fridge? In the fridge, a hundred percent. And you know, then I'm that's saying... not real butter. Look at my butter dish. But Sitting pretty, real butter. But that doesn't taste oh, buttery. It does, man. It doesn't. Salty, buttery. Juiciness. You know, what I'm saying. Listen, do you know what butter I actually buy? Sure. Vital Life dairy, dairy free. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> It's not buttery. It's not even real. No, but it's it so, is. It's got so stunning. many, so many preservatives in. That is so bad for you. Is it? Yeah. Anything that isn't like full, so like full fat milk, whole milk, full like cheeses and full I thought butters. it was good for us because it's dairy free. No, that's only if you've got like a lactose or dairy intolerance. I have got a dairy intolerance oh, well, and I, I ignore it. For you. I ignore it most of the time apart from me butter. Oh, nah. Like any time that something says like um, reduced fat or uh-huh. like semi-skimmed, it's been taken out and made into something else. So having like small, smaller amounts of whole foods is much better than you having... Like spreadable lure pack. It's like got well, loads of preservatives in. I never. Why? Yeah. Just because it's spreadable. Yeah, because they've taken it out and butter should be hard. And butter's annoying hard. Yeah, just put it in your hands. What? <laughs> but, and do what with it? No, I've put it in a little... So on the morning, if our butter on the side there uh-huh. is rock hard because it's been cold overnight, I'll cut a little bit off and I'll put it in a little dish and I'll put it in the microwave. Do you? So like I'm, I'm putting shit on top of it because of all of the radiation mm-hmm. from the microwave. But it just for five seconds... <coughs> excuse me. The preservatives have got to be thrown. Um, yeah, and I, I blast it so it's a little bit less... Yeah, when, you Hard. know, when you, like, if I ever go for breakfast and I've got toast and you get the butter that's in With the little... foil. Yeah, but in the foil, the little packets of butter, I sit I sit on them, mm-hmm. put them under my arse to warm them up. I'll There's put them nothing next to worse tea. than spreading butter that doesn't spread. So I don't get how then a spreadable butter is... Because it's not real. It's not meant to be spreadable. We've digressed massively. Why are we now on this butter campaign? <laughs> uh, anyway, I'll I'll stick to my fight your life dairy free. What is that about? It's actually really nice, you know. 
Like it is just really nice. Is it a bit more like a marge? But I don't what I don't know the difference. Margarine. It is creamier. Yeah. But also if you put uh there's that study, that test, that research where there was rats left in a fridge and the only thing that they didn't eat was the margarine. Well they're obviously dairy intolerant. (laughs) (laughs) That must be why. Lads, I didn't want to ship myself, so stay away from that march. Yeah, but like, how a rat would eat it? No, I'm going to Google it after this. Oh. There is a famous study that the only thing they'd left in that fridge was the whole margarine. I'd like to know what else was in the fridge. I don't know. They what? must have just been full by the time they got to the marge. Couldn't have the dessert of creamy uh-huh. marge. Yeah, they were saving it for later. Um, right, well, how okay. did we even get onto that? I have no idea. Hmm. I actually can't remember how we started talking about butter. The great butter debate. <laughs> the great butter debate. There mm-hmm. we are. The great butter debate. Um, so tell us how you like your butter on Instagram <laughs> via Mama Social Pod. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Should, we're going to start off this week with Pits and Peaks. I think we should. Now, I would like to take you behind the curtain here, guys. And last week, Lauren, after we stopped to record, record and started singing the tune, the theme tune oh, to our Pit and Peak. And she was really, really confident and loved it. So, Lauren, could you give us a rendition of this? Right, please? yeah, yeah, right. So, it went something like this. Pit and Peak. And then you did. Pit and peak. There we are. And she was buzzing with this. And I thought, oh, I'll do the harmony. And then she was like, huh? What? Eh? And I said, well, you know, that is just the, the theme tune to Peppa Pig, Lauren. And, and she was like... <laughs> it must just be permanently embedded in my brain. Because I didn't realise that I was singing it to the tune of Peppa Pig. I thought I'd honestly, like, invented... Something fantastic. <laughs> so yes, this is our little uh, pit. What is it? Pit and peak. There we are. So, um, would you like to share your pit of the week? Hmm. Then, if we're going with our Glen getting cracking on the house, as maybe your peak. I that can be my peak, along with. I did a course. Yesterday, I have broadened my horizons in my facial business. There you go. Great. um, A A model. Yes, of course you can. I'll experiment on you. Um, So there, just did something for myself. That was wonderful. Um, And then... And what was it? What was the facial? Um, It is just a fancy new microneedling device. Um, It will be great. So if anyone wants to book in, you know, get yourself a cheeky slot. Um, so, the pit of my week. I can see behind your eyes. This is epic. Hold tight, guys. Um, one day last week, I shit my pants. <laughs> and it was a thong. <laughs> it was tragic. It was a really, really bad few hours of my life. 
I don't know what came over us. I don't know where it came from. But I was just really suddenly out of nowhere, struck down with the worst <laughs> sickness and diarrhea. And honest, I hope that nobody experiences what I experienced for about six or seven hours that night because it was horrendous. It was absolutely horrendous. Like, honestly, I I got the obviously the rumble in the in the stomach. I'm so and sorry. I thought Whew. I'd already started being sick. I was sick first. Where were you sick though? Um, so I was at my mum's right. and just this feeling came over us and I was like, God, I feel really sick. And I just, my mood just changed. And I was like, mum, I need to leave. I need to leave. I just feel so sick. I need to go. And she was like, eh? And I was like, see ya. Um, so left to go home. Then Glenn was bloody ringing us saying, please, will you pop to little Asda and get some pop? What is little Asda? It's just an Asda that's little. So like, there's two Asdas next to me. One of them's big, one of them's little. And I love little Asda. Um... So I went to Little Asda, parked the car, and then I thought, oh my God, I'm going to be sick. I had to throw the door open, was sick outside of my car, so then I had to just run into Little Asda. Did you have the bed? No, 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 oh, I was alone. Lovely. I was alone. Um, and then I got home, and honestly, the sickness was just, it was coming and coming and coming, and it was awful. And then I was lying on the city, and I got the, what, what do people call it? The IPP, instant poop in. <laughs> so I got the instant poop in, <laughs> and I thought, "All right, I I now need it from the other end." So I stood up, and as I stood up, <laughs> it just came out. It just came out. So like wrap it, wrap it, wrap it, instant poop in. Yes. And like, I didn't want Glenn to know either. I haven't even told Glenn that this happened because he was sitting on the other city and I just had to waddle like really quickly (laughs) to the downstairs toilet. Oh God, it was, it was awful. How could he not know? Did you not get, like I've shit myself once before in bed and it was like, oh my God. Like, did you not do anything? I just moved so quickly, but like without even like spreading my legs because I was scared. So it was like the quickest shuffle to the downstairs bathroom. Oh God. And then I went I went to bed after that and I was just like, oh Glenn, I really, really don't feel well now. I'm going to have to go to bed. I'm going to have to go to sleep. And I rang my mum and I went, mum, I've just shit myself. <laughs> And I was like, Glenn's on night shift, please, can you come over? Bless her, she did as well. She came over and slept over. Oh. Oh. And then she was like, did you tell Glenn? And I was like, no. And she was like, I don't think you should. Oh, my God. Just don't tell him. So if anyone could just not tell Glenn that that happened, that would be great. I love how you're sharing it with, you know, all these listeners. But you won't tell Glenn who you live with. No, because you know what? Glenn doesn't like poo stories, and I feel like other people do. <laughs> this is the platform for all but shit content. Glenn's really not a fan of poo stories. Oh my god! Yeah, I love it. As you can clearly tell, yeah. I had a little cry there. So if with I ever laughter. try, and, if I ever try and tell one, he's like, Ugh. it just really ruins the mood. 
So did it only last the night then? Yeah, it was like six, seven hours of hell. Hell. Oh. Where the hell did you pick that up from? Uh, honestly, I haven't got a clue. I felt absolutely fantastic that morning. Like, fantastic. Mm. Um, and then obviously Glenn had it the day after because he can't let me have anything. But I never actually heard him be sick or anything once. So I think... He just, he just fancied down. a day in bed. <laughs> he just fancied a day in bed and it was the perfect excuse. Oh, you've gave me your illness. Oh my God. That is hilarious. All right, so anyway, what, can you make me feel better, please? What was... <laughs> um, well, I just... Your pit and peak and love a shit story. So thank you for that. Mm. Oh, so... Um, peak, very quickly. Um, I had two. Do them very quickly. Um, we have five new parent leads Woo-hoo! for our talk and walks in the UK. Mm-hmm. In the UK, northeast for now, and northwest. So that's like in three weeks. There's now fifteen walks. Yeah, that's that's amazing. amazing, isn't it? Yeah. So I feel like we need to explain this a little bit more. Okay. So Mama Social, as an organisation, one of our main missions is to create a space where we rid isolation and loneliness as a parent Mm -hmm. so obviously we are trying to do this right now by the podcast and getting people involved and stuff but Kaylee actually started mama social in real life Mm -hmm. was it a year ago yeah the main one is like the bringing communities together by nature Mm -hmm. so these talk and walk sessions literally a parent lead, so we've now got 15, which are amazing. They're taking their time to be like, right, we'll be at this location at this time, and, you know, you just turn up, have a nice cuppa, walk some more, and connect with like-minded people. So mm-hmm. it started off as just me, yeah. like, because I was a hot mess after the delivery of my second child. Um, PTSD, postnatal, shit was going on, just needed a little bit of support, and it just grew arms and legs, so... Yeah, it's mad, absolutely mad. So I'm really happy with how that's growing through the community, like you being on board and all the rest of the mums, parent leads. It's just heartwarming. Yes, it is. Um, so that was a good one. The next one is I thought I lost, I thought I deleted all of my OneDrive. Did I tell you oh, this? Oh, yeah, yeah, you panicked. So I, I panicked, I cried a lot. Like, it has my manuscript of the book. It had all of my podcast stuff. Like, literally everything. Yeah. And then Andrew, my business partner, basically just restarted my computer and everything came back. Right. (laughs) I'm sorry, but when something goes wrong, the first thing you do is restart. No, I was in... Anything, like phone, anything. Mm -hmm. If something goes wrong with your phone, you turn it off and back on and everything is fine. Like, it's the same with your telly, anything. You turn it off and on. Had you not tried that? No, I was in pure panic mode. Oh, dear me. Pure panic mode. Yeah, so it all came back. Whoop, whoop. Peak of the week. The pit was, I have worked out that I have a really weird fucking thing. Right, elaborate. So, we've been going to Knit and Natter. That's yes. another Mama Social session that me and Lauren are not really that good at. Oh, I'm absolutely rubbish at knitting. But the other mums are epic. And I think I've worked out what I was doing wrong. So I have been quite good this week. Anyway, I was sat on the couch watching Vikings, the Valhalla episode series. Mm-hmm. Mint, by the way. 
Dill was working, so he had his laptop on his knees. He was lying on the couch, so his knees were like in line with me, so he's his face couldn't see my face. Yeah. So I'm knitting away, and he like moved to the side to see us, and he was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And I went, "Pardon, I'm knitting." He went, "No, it sounds like you're wanking off while you're knitting." And I was eh? like, "Pardon." He was like, every time you're stitching, you're going, huh, huh. And I was going, <laughs> sound effects. <laughs> what? He was like, honest to God, Kill, I actually thought, what the, on fucking God's green earth is she doing? So I was like, shut up, man, that's weird as hell. So I was doing it. And I caught myself. Every time I was concentrating to get something, I'm going, uh, uh. So you were making sex noises while, while knitting. knitting. So then I've checked myself all the rest of the week and I do it every time I'm doing something that needs brain power. So it's just your, like a concentrated noise. Yeah. Absolute orgasm I've noise. never noticed. Well, we've never done anything that I'm really had to concentrate. I'm going to be watching you all the time well, now I'm, and listening. I mentioned it to Andrew in the office and he was just like, yeah. As if... As if yeah, he's, if he's known it. the whole time. And I'm like, I wonder if you've just done it all the time and like people just think it's just a part of it. Yeah. But now I'm really trying to check myself. So if I'm like, you know, screwing something and something's like fiddly, I'm like, <sighs> it's fucking dreadful. Awful. I don't actually think it sounds that bad. If it is just that little noise you make and it's only when you concentrate and I don't really think it's that big of a deal, I think you can... Get over it. Yeah, but if you sat in an office with well, just, yeah, yeah. just one other person on a few days and they're like, what the fuck is she doing under that I wonder desk? if Andrew ever thought you were... Tossing off. Playing with yourself <laughs> in the corner of the room. Dear me. Anyway, yeah, that was a little... You know, I'm 34-year-old and... Are I, you 34? I'm old, yeah. I know I have great skin... Because I don't moisturise, and this is what you get. But yeah, I'm 34. You well, I never. No, I always thought you were younger than me. How old are you? 33. Yeah, no, 88. What? 1988. Oh, I was. Hey, you've just said you were 34. I don't get it. Yeah. So there's there's our pits, pits and peaks. So, on today's episode, we were talking about socialising. So, I think, you know, that has bled into, I have always been, I love hosting shit. I love my house. I have a vision. Obviously, I've got a lovely little bungalow now. And I love packing it with people. Yeah. And being the hostess with the mostess. But in my life, I want a big house Uh that I can house... In their own little bungalow, my mum and dad, Dale's mum and dad, and I just want it to be packed all of the time. Friends, family, if yeah. I come in one night and I don't know who's there, I just want noise, I just want community. Yeah. Obviously, it makes sense that I now have an organisation that is built on, on people and, and community. Yeah. yeah. Like, I love the thought of, like, hosting things, right? And, like, I just, I love the thought of it, but realistically i'm not organized and if people are in my house right i want them out within an hour (laughs) (laughs) i've hosted 
one party, I think, where I actually had a really nice time. Like, yeah. Oh my God. Just like a little house party with all the couples and we had a lovely time. Um, But like, other than that, I just haven't, I haven't got it in us. Like, I just haven't got a hostess within us, I don't think. Why? Because I'm just not organised and I'm, like, I just like to sit and chill. Yeah. Whereas I'm the opposite. In, I don't like chilling. Yeah, but, but, nah, that. <laughs> but Jesus. If, I, if I'm left with my own thoughts for too long, like, I don't know what'll happen. So I, I fill it full of busy. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I... I feel like creating, especially Mama Social, has actually saved me mm-hmm. a lot. Um, and I feel like you need that. You need some form of connection to feel like you have a bit of a purpose kind of thing. Because especially as a mum, you lose yourself, I think, as a parent. So creating space where we can just chat to an adult yeah like i love it so we've already discussed haven't we that was it last week when we were like mums just can't organize like i I would love the thought of going out on a sunday afternoon dropping you a message and saying lauren i'm gonna be at the club tonight at six do you want to come yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i'll pop for an hour that doesn't exist no not really doesn't exist so i want that but i don't think we'll ever get it i mean i don't want that <laughs> <laughs> no sometimes i do sometimes i'm in like a really like social mood where i do love going out i like going out once in a blue moon like this is just what i enjoy now like obviously when i was younger i used to love going out like every weekend and doing things but now I like to look forward to like a good event quality like uh like I like to have a few weeks to prepare (laughs) and then a few weeks to get over it Mm -hmm. um like I'm going to an event this week um my best friend Charlotte her new show is launching so she's having like a launch night in Manchester so we're going there and obviously I've known for a couple of weeks and it's just nice that we have a lovely night planned Mm -hmm. and then I have no future plans like that's how I like it like or I like to look forward to like a wedding Mm -hmm. or something but I just I don't know I think I'm I think I'm a little bit over like just a night out but then I think that's just because I am shit on the drink like, I'm shit on the drink. Do you drink to get drunk or do you drink because it's a nice experience taste-wise? Or Does like, anyone drink because it tastes nice? Because <clears throat> if you do, please tell me what tastes nice. I actually love wine. Oh my, do you? Right, because you know what I started drinking before Christmas? Rosé wine with ginger beer and oh. it is stunning. Right, there you are. You just yeah, can't... but no, but listen, I can have a few and it makes us fall asleep. <laughs> Yeah. I genuinely think I'm allergic to alcohol. Mm, there's people No, no, I, like I genuinely think I am. I'm intolerant to yeast and obviously yeast is alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously I ignore all my intolerances. Um, but I don't really have a good time when I'm drunk. 
Really? Nah, like I'm the friend that gets propped up in the corner of a booth because she's fallen asleep. Like I'm not the life and soul of the party. I'm not up on tables dancing. Like I just don't have that great of a time and then I get really, really bad hangovers. Mm. That lasts for days now that we're getting in older. Mm-hmm. Well, at least, like honestly, if I go out for a couple of drinks, I do not get out of bed until at least four o'clock the next day. Like, you know, when you go somewhere, right? And you see someone... And they're like, oh my God, I'm so hungover. And I'm like, I'm sorry, you're up, you're out the house, you're breathing. No, you're not. That's not a hangover. You've got a fuzzy head. Uh Uh-huh. That's not a hangover. A hangover is you literally, like, I can't sit up because I go dizzy. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't stand. I've got to bring a bucket to the side of my bed to be sick in. (laughs) I think since having Eva, I can count on... Not even a few fingers how many times I've been like that. Really? Like, not many at all. Yeah, I have, I've had, like, because yeah, probably the a thought, handful of... the thought of parenting I can't. two kids hungover. No, no, no. So I get in and I'll drown myself with water or we'll get in quite early. So I love a day drink, me. Do you? So that you're fresh for the next day. It just, honestly, it, it just ends us. Like, wait until we have a day or a night out together. You, you'll understand. <laughs> I just, I die. It's like I go into a coma in the corner of somewhere. Dear me. That's not there, fun There might be anybody. like the odd, the odd time. Maybe the odd time I'm fun. But I'm just, I'm just not that fun having a night out. And then people say, well, don't drink. But I can't tolerate drunk people when I'm not drunk. So then I'd just rather not go out. Really? Yeah. Deals like that. I can go out and not drink at all and really? still have a really good night. I'd be I could, on that table. I could dancing. go out and drink if other people around us weren't getting like absolutely shit faced and telling the same story a million times. Because once I've heard a story once, mm-hmm. if you start telling us again, I, I, can't, I don't want to listen. <laughs> I'm tapping out. I don't want to listen. <laughs> nah. Yeah, but deals like I'd rather just not go out. I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I'd just rather do some nice things. And I mean, I know I know socialising doesn't always have to involve drinking. Mm-hmm. But you, I mean, often it does. You know what um, we bought? It wasn't last Christmas, Christmas before. I mean, Dill got, you know, did you see on Facebook it would have been? There was like a, a date book and you scratch, scratch it off and it gives you like a date to do. So, I don't think I've seen that, but I've seen like similar <clears throat> things where you just like pick a random thing and yeah. you do it. And me and Dill did a couple last year. We were just like, right, what do we fancy? Right, this, that. And it's got different categories. And it was good. There was one where it was like, um, make a, a a tent out of blankets and put an old film on. And like, and it was That's really lush. Um, I'd hate the mess. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but me and Dale are very lucky. We do have, you know, weekend babysitters um, because Dale's mum and dad work, so they love having them. But this weekend, I wanted them at home. Um, but Dale had rang his mum and just said, because they were going to come up anyway and see them just up here. And he was like, me and Kale's going to go out for a meal. Can you just watch the bands for a couple hours? Yeah. Obviously put them to bed. And I was like, I thought we were staying in. And he was like, ah, let's go out. So it was the first time in a long time it was just me and him. Yeah. 
probably since New Year's, not a long time, New Year's Day. But even on New Year's Day, there's so many people around that you're not actually talking to each other. Yeah. So that night was the first time, I only spoke to him this morning about it when we were driving to work, like how mint it was to connect with each other again. We went for a meal, just up one of our pubs, up oh, where we did the wine cast, we went up the George. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we literally, there was no phones out, but we didn't say, let's have like a zero phone night. It was just like the crack was buzzing. We were talking about all the conspiracy theories, all these, oh. it was a proper juicy night of like, yeah. it was just mint. And I was like, oh, hello, you, the man I married, the man I fell in love with. And we came home and then we stayed, we got home at 10 o'clock. So we were out at seven in by, oh no, 11 o'clock. Um, and we stayed up till two o'clock, continuing our story, had a little bit of sex and just like, oh, hey. it was a brilliant night. But I feel like I don't have a lot of quality nights. I have quite a few quantity nights. Yeah. And I want, I said to him this morning, I want more of them. Yeah, like quality over quantity, a hundred percent. Because we're so busy during the week, like everybody who's a parent, just to reconnect and go, oh, hello, it was perfect. Mm-hmm. And I think with me girlfriends, um, I want that as well. Yeah. Um, one of my friends, um, was just like, can we make sure that we're not cancelling plans anymore? Like, because we'll we'll book them in, something will come up and it'll get pushed back. And I was like, right, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I was like, right, I'll come over now because we're, we were going to go. I was going to go over and then I wasn't going over. So I went over and I ended up having a mint night. Yeah. I, I said to Dale, I'm going to go for an hour. Don't put Vikings on yet. Like, we'll we'll watch it. I ended up staying there three and a half hours just yeah. putting the world to rights and rekindling that. Not that we'd fell out or anything, but you know what? Like, really investing some time yeah. in a, a really special friend. So... I think they're the things that I need to focus on. Less stuff, more good, solid connection. Yeah, I agree. Quality. Quality over quantity. I'd happily have two amazing nights out a year. Really? (laughs) And, yeah, instead of loads of shitty ones. Mm -hmm. Like, he always says, well, like... Nothing good happens after 12. So just can on. Well, that was a lie. On. on Saturday, it was fabulous after 12. Oh, God, I bet it was. <laughs> yeah, but you came home. Came home. Exactly. Um, where When I was younger, I hated missing out. Mm. Like, I just hated Form. missing out. Is it and FOMO? I would... mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've got a good FOMO story, actually. Oh, then. Hit me. Hold on, are you thinking am I allowed to tell this story? So... Oh, God, how old will I have been? Early 20s. Um, what month is it that's got two bank holidays? Is it May? Yeah. Right, so it was May. I was in my early 20s. I think I'll have been 22. 22 or 23, right? Oh, dear. <laughs> I love when she... T- I, I wish we recorded this because you can see when it's a juicy bit of crack because our face, like, lights so, up. I... I've got a mouthful of fake teeth, okay? The reason I have got a mouthful of fake teeth is because I knocked my two front teeth out when I was like 11, oh right? Oh my God, I did not know this. Yeah, so front two teeth came out. I was chasing a dust bunny. 
What in is it, the, dust bunny? You know, like a big clump of dust uh-huh. in the schoolyard. I was is like chasing it and called? trying to stamp on it, yeah. Um, and I tripped over myself and smashed my face off the floor and my front tooth came straight out. Anyway, I had 10, 11 years of just loads of dental treatment um, and I eventually got the teeth taken out, two oh, teeth taken out. So from when I was about 17... I had my two front teeth on like a palate denture. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. I could take my teeth in and out, Lovely. like my two front teeth. So I had like brush me palate and that. Quite tragic for a teenage girl. Um, and Really? That w- like that must have been awful for you. Well, yeah, it was. I had no front teeth. <laughs> of course it was awful. Of course it was awful. And then like sometimes I used to like wriggle about a bit. Oh. Was like a little old woman. Um, and my favourite party trick when I used to go out was take my front teeth out, obviously. <laughs> um, because I was, obviously I was really fun when I was younger, wasn't I? Taking my front teeth out. <laughs> um, so anyway, so I had no front teeth. And my mum had like, went on and on and on and on to the dentists about us getting implants, mm-hmm. like dental implants. Can they put implants in if you haven't got teeth? So here's the story, Kelly. Sorry. So they don't usually do dental implants on the NHS, but in my case, they they did end up doing them. And I was on the waiting list for years and I didn't end up getting them until I was about 22, I think it was. So to get my dental implants, because I'd had no front teeth for so long, I had to get a bone graft from the back of my mouth, so like the back of my jaw, into the front. Right. Which meant... That for at least two weeks, I couldn't put me dentures in. Oh dear. <laughs> All my friends went out on the first bank holiday in May. And obviously I had to miss out because I had no front teeth. I just had this operation. My face, whole face was really swollen. And I think like obviously two weeks later, the second bank holiday came round. And I couldn't miss out. I couldn't miss out. Okay. And I still couldn't get my teeth in. <laughs> so what did you do? I went out with no front teeth. <laughs> I went out at the ripe age of what I think was 22. With no front teeth. With no front teeth. And then I was like, it's fine. It's absolutely fine. Like, I just won't talk to anyone all night. Like, obviously, all my friends knew the crack. I was like, I can drink out of a straw. No one will talk to us. Like, it'll be absolutely fine. Obviously, Lauren, two drinks in, someone comes over and they're like, you're being a bit weird. And I'm like, I've got no front teeth in. (laughs) I think back to that now and I think, why? Why did I do that? That is hilarious that's how much i wouldn't miss out call me mcgummison knocking around in sunderland my mom swears that she can't remember that as well and she's like i would never have let you do that and i'm like but but i did i went i went out with no front teeth you you let us i remember it one but you remember like when people used to stand on the streets handing out flyers for like yeah. nightclubs mm-hmm. I remember someone gave us a flyer and i was like perfect i can use this to cover my mouth and then everyone's like, like a geisha girl yeah and everyone's like lauren why have you got that in front of your face and i was like i've got no front teeth in oh my god <laughs> oh so tragedy what happened how did you get because how have you got your teeth now i went to turkey and got them did you yeah turkey tea i've got turkey tea 
But I love your teeth because they don't look like turkey teeth. Is it Thank because you. they weren't like the sparkling white? Yeah, so I didn't get them like the brightest, brightest, brightest white. And I, I didn't want them big. Teeth. And I asked for them like round on the edges so that they looked real. Obviously, I didn't want them to look fake. Um, but the reason that I got... Obviously, I got the implant on the NHS. And it wasn't the best. Right. Like it wasn't the most incredible thing you've ever seen. Um... And I just wanted all my teeth to look the same. Mm-hmm. And I spoke to dentists here and there just wasn't a lot that they would do. Really? Yeah. I was just going to get the teeth changed on the implant that I already had. And it was going to cost us like two and a half thousand pounds. And the dentist li- like actually said to us, it won't look much better than what it looks now. Well, that's good that he said that. Yeah. So then I was like, well, I just... And obviously, dentistry here is extremely, extremely expensive. So if I w- if I got what I have got, it probably would have cost us well over twenty thousand mm-hmm. pounds. And what is it all? Is it full veneers you've got? Of crowns, yeah. I would never have got this done if I didn't have two front teeth missing in the first place. Yeah. But I feel like I've been through a lot with my teeth over the years uh-huh. that I just wanted to have decent teeth for me wedding I got I wanted them done for me wedding but yeah. then obviously we just never got married what is happening with your wedding nothing no nah, nothing anymore we were going to get married 2020 obviously pandemic and everything and we ended up just cancelling it we rescheduled it once and then it wasn't going to happen the way that we wanted it the second time mm-hmm. so then we were like do we reschedule it again and like potentially put another year on having a baby because mm-hmm. we like in our heads like we wanted to get married then and then we wanted to have a baby mm-hmm. um and that was getting pushed back and pushed back and then we were like oh just cancel it so there's no and now plans. and now i can't think of anything worse than getting married really? yeah not it, that there's anything wrong with getting married i just can't think of anything worse than spending all that money mm-hmm. now that i have a child mm-hmm. on that one day yeah so i just feel like everything would be so different now like mm-hmm. if i was to get married because hopefully I'd, we do get married one day mm-hmm. but i think i would just go to the the, uh, what's it called registry. the registry office and just have a party somewhere after that I probably wouldn't enjoy and I'd want everyone to go home <laughs> <laughs> no, I, mean, I, I do I do love uh, a party like that a wedding's mint aye uh, honestly we don't regret our wedding but the amount of money it's so spend, expensive but we even went abroad yeah so like we ha- basically had an english wedding in mexico yeah because anytime you want anything private so we could have had our wedding for six and a half grand mm-hmm. for the holiday package that we got but i was like oh i want the private dining and i want a private like yeah. night thing and the dj Everything and the photographer up. absolute fortune um but we came home we had a big party as well so i had I can sort of get away with it because it wasn't a day. It was like two weeks with 36 friends and family. Yeah. And then 300 people on a night at home. So I wore my wedding dress twice. Yeah. And I feel like it was a whole event. So it's like, all right, you spent that amount of money. But I'm like, we could have done so much more with that money. I know. So if you Did are... You, mm-hmm. you got married pre-kids yes yeah see I feel like when you haven't got kids like it's fine like spend all that money but now I just like my wedding it was going to cost over 30,000 pound and now I just think no (laughs) 
don't you can want get it. another house and rent I, that exactly. out or invest it yeah. in something i just think we, priorities have changed so much mm-hmm. however i do have a wedding dress just sitting there Aww. i know i don't know what to do with that like i feel like i need to do something with it mm. because i'm not go- i'm not gonna wear it like, would you not just to the registry office and then the party afterwards or would you want something new well because if i do get married it's probably not going to be for at least another few years like mm-hmm. would i even like it then mm. would or would i just want something else like do i need to cling on to that dress or like is there something useful that i could do with it like what could i do with that dress donate sell pre-love it i feel sorry for my mum because my mum paid my mum paid for it so i feel well, like sell I w- it and give your mother the money or let your mum have it let her waltz around the house in it <laughs> clean <laughs> maybe i should just do that just sit on my own in the house in my wedding dress that i never got to wear <laughs> i would if i could fit into my wedding dress i would fucking do that yeah one thousand percent i'd be like look i'm back in it shall i tell you quickly a story about me the only time i've ever kicked people out of my house yeah go on then so freddie was born on the 20th of december mm-hmm. so i think it was the 27th of, De- of september did i say september december december um and we were thinking well dale had this thought like if we could just have all of our friends around at once it just like gets rid of all of the everybody coming everybody you know one by one what so you invited all of your friends over to meet your baby all at once so normally we'd have people around we'd either have a new year's eve party or that in between time of christmas yeah so dale was like we'll kill two birds with one stone we'll get everyone around to see the burn and we'll have you know a few drinks and celebrate the new year or whatever so i was like yeah yeah absolutely fine because in them first few weeks of being a mother you're like have you're fine one minute and then you're like yeah. Oh, crying, sobbing. Up and down and up and down. The baby blues are a real thing. So the messages went out. People were like, absolutely great idea. We'll come round. And as people started to drip feed in, I was like, this is wrong. This <laughs> is not what I need right now. Yeah. Um, And I just had this over... We were in the living room and they weren't being loud. And Freddie was completely asleep in his Mosin's basket happy as larry there was nothing wrong in my head everyone was being too loud yeah everyone was being obnoxious and i was like get out i of feel my like once house. you've made the decision in your head that like this isn't right mm-hmm. then you get so like worked up and up a height mm-hmm. that until everyone had left you wouldn't feel okay well i just somehow what i don't know why obviously i picked him up he was fast asleep. I picked him up. I took him into the bedroom. And I just started nursing him. Because he must have went meh. And I was like, oh, picked him up. He wasn't even crying. Stuck him on the titty. And I was sat in bed, sobbing, sobbing. My best friend came in. And she was like, what is wrong? I was like, get everyone out of my house. And she was like, I totally said this to Paul. That this is the stupidest thing I have ever heard Kaylee and yeah, Dale do. I, I agree. That was a really, really the bad shout. had just turned up. So the takeaway All just turned you. up and I was like, get them out now. And she was like, I'll get them out now. Don't you worry. And she came and she just was like, the party is finished. Everybody needs to leave. And like a few of the lads were like, well, just eat the pizza. And she was like, 
no, no. everyone needs to leave. And Dale was like, wow, what the? He said, go and see, go and see your wife. And I'm like, uh, rocking in a corner. <laughs> and he was like, everyone leave. <laughs> Something's not right. And they left and he was like, you stupid cow. Like, why did you? And I said, well, at the time, if you're asking us, I was completely fine with yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't realize that you were going to feel that, that way. That overwhelm, that like, the noise. I feel like your senses are all over yeah. the place when you become a mom. Like, you're just heightened to everything, aren't you? You're zoning on their breathing. You're zoning on noise. And I was like, yeah, I'm really sorry, friends, but get out. What a good friend, though, coming to check on you and then kicking everyone out. But That's she, the type of friend you need. She just knew. She mm-hmm. said, I already knew that this was a disaster coming yeah. here tonight. But we don't want to miss out. So, yeah, that was the only time that I've kicked people out of my house. I, mean, I don't blame you. Like, so, most people hate visitors <laughs> when they've just had a baby. Like, people have very strict rules about visitors these days, don't they? Yeah. I had um, not a rotor system. You know me. I probably probably yeah, did have a rotor spreadsheet, but I didn't. But I only wanted one visit a day. Like yeah, it became a little bit with Eve. It was completely different. I feel like I needed I needed people around us because I was poorly. But with Freddie, I was just like everybody has to go away. Like. And it was the only time in my life that I wanted to be alone with this yeah. new thing and work out what the hell I was doing. Scary, man, isn't it? Of course it is. Like, you have to be solo, not solo, for the re- not just for 18 years, for the rest of my life, yeah, I have to be thinking of somebody else for the rest of my mm-hmm. life. Scary. And I, I kept thinking who's gonna come and take him away now but like thinking oh somebody else's job now to look after oh no 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 it's yours mine mm-hmm. freaking the hell out so there we are have we got any idea what what we're gonna do next week what we're gonna talk about yeah um, we've got a few themes why don't we put it to the listeners what they want us to talk about. Yeah. So, themes that we could possibly choose is sex. It's always oh, a taboo. Oh, oh. <laughs> I wish I recorded your face there. Um, sex, sleep. Were you just going to say that sex is a taboo subject? I feel like people get really antsy about it. Like, Still, not for think? me. I'm like, let's talk about sex. Sex is amazing. It makes you feel amazing. I, one of my favourite subjects is sex. But I feel like some people get a little bit prude still about it. Like, it's uncomfortable because... Because they're not having sex. This is me thing. <laughs> We're not having enough good sex. Yeah. I have stopped Dale attacking me. No, right, that, that I feel like you really, need really need and, it. And I've stopped Dale just, uh, this is the worst word, abusing us with it's, like the, what's the word? None of these words represent my husband. Like the, the quick, what's the? Yeah, you're, you're making love now. No. What, what then? Like what are you he, trying to say? When they just go, like a quickie. Like I don't want any form of quickie now that I'm 34. 
I've decided quickies do nothing for me. Quickies is just a way for you to empty your load and have a good day for the rest of the day. I'm left going, well, I'm frustrated now. So, like, how quick is quick? He could come in minutes. A minute, if we if you, if we need a quickie before I need to go work. Right. And for years, I'd just go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just perch my little so bum you out. Just, you were I was just a vessel. It. it was nothing for me. Whereas now, I'm like, I want quality over quantity. The same as socialising. Always. So I've just, no, point blank, blank, refused any of the attacks of the quickies. Right, okay, attack of the quickies. Get rid of the attack of the quickies. Yeah. So, a quickie's nice sometimes. Nah, for why? Only if you're, like, do you, I know we, we've gone on to a different subject, we could talk about this next week, but do you ever orgasm off a quickie? Well, I suppose if it's just like, no, d- no listen, hand play. I don't know why I even said that, because I never, ever, ever have a quickie. So I don't know why I said <laughs> I'd, I'm sorry, I, I take it back. I don't know why I said it, because I never, ever have a quickie. <laughs> never. Okay, we'll just delete that little yeah, bit. Yeah, just, <laughs> just, just take it out. <laughs> yeah. So, so I do think sex is like, a, oh, because it's an uncomfortable conversation to have with your partner. Sometimes, it just depends what you're talking about. I don't like the way that you lick my clitoris. It's a very uncomfortable conversation. Well, yeah, that, when your is, husband that would thinks, be. I've, Dale, I've you're never incredible. Had, I was going to say, I've it. never had a problem. I've never but had to have that conversation. Know, I've had a couple of friends that their husbands or partners don't do it the way that they want to do it. But it's an uncomfortable conversation, so they just don't tell them. So they just have oh, to pretend. So just putting up with the bad. That they're enjoying that absolute road rage on Maybe their clitoris. They just needed write a letter. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should talk about sex next week. Okay. If if the people want us to talk about sex, we will talk about sex. Sex or if sleep. If you want... Sex or sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Another great debate. <laughs> Would you... Uh, do you want to go to sleep tonight or do you want to have sex? Sleep every time. We have Would sex ya? on a morning. If yeah. Because on bedtime, I just want to go to sleep. The only time we'll have sex on a night is if we had, like, on Saturday, like a really, like a night out. Yeah. Other than that, I'm going to sleep. Or kids are just being put down and we have sex in the living room. Sorry, living room. Okay. There we are. Sorry, mother-in-law, I'll give you a trigger warning not to listen to the end of the podcast. <laughs> so, I think I think that's it. I think that is it. I think we are done for the week. But I, I, just, I just want to inform everyone that throughout this whole episode, so there has been a pot penis on the table with us. It's called Steve. Oh, apparently he's called Steve. He's wearing um, a Sunderland kit. He even has a scarf on and googly eyes. And he has just been sat there the whole time in all of his girthy glory. (laughs) (laughs) Like, and I just don't know why. Apparently Kayleigh made him. um... I'll tell you the story. We, um, 
Amsterdam. Of course it's from Amsterdam. Oh, hello, dickhead. She's just put <laughs> it on her head. Um, Amsterdam, Hindu. We got dicks to paint and we all had to paint them. So did you not make that dick? No, so the dick was already made. All right, okay, so pre-made dick. Pre-made dick. You decorated him in a Sunderland kit. Because we had to represent our husbands and obviously he's a Sunderland fan and I saw the red and white and I thought, yeah, let's make a dick football man. Yeah. I love that his balls are representing grass as well. It's Honestly, it's it's a work of art. It is. So, coming to a, a, a town near you, dick painting with Florence Kaylee. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, I'm up for it. All over it. Stop pulling on his scarf. You want to pull him off? He's about five year old now, him. I can't believe his googly eyes are still on. I know. He's doing well. Oh, dear me. Right. You normally close, Lauren. Bye. Or do I close? I don't know. I forgot how to close. What do we say? Right, guys. Have a lovely week. And Lauren, I'll see you soon. Yes, you will. <laughs>